Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there, I'm so glad you have joined me on today's new episode of Your Bookkeeping Matters. This is one I've been really excited about doing because it's all about the things you need to do when you very first start out your brand new venture. And how freaking exciting is that? I remember exactly how I felt way back in 2016 when I was dreaming up my bookkeeping business accounted for you. Planning the name, website, getting my licenses and registrations. But gosh, (laughs) looking back now, I know how extremely naive I was about the whole thing. I knew I had to do everything myself, but what that everything actually was, well, it certainly was not what I was thinking. Six years down the track, I have grown my teeny side hustle to a bookkeeping practice with a team. I certainly did not envision that happening. And one of the key lessons I learned over the years is you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Because one of the hard parts in the early days is, unless you have some serious savings aside to start up or borrow funds, you don't have the cash to invest in all the things you need to right from the get-go. So you kind of have to weigh up your options and prioritize which ones you can and should do until you can outsource or get help. And that's why I started my digital course, Power in Numbers, because I recognized not everyone can engage the help of a bookkeeper in the early days. So my course really helps you get different business and numbers matters set up the right way and have a great understanding of the basics. Now, inside that, we go through a new business checklist. So today, I want to run through just some of the things on that checklist that are important and often missed. What is pretty important, and before you can really dive into any of the next steps, is of course your business name. And there is more to it than you would think. There is lots of ways to come up with a new name, but once you land on one, Google it. Make sure it's unique to you. Check what's called the Australian Business Register Lookup, where you can search names and it will show you if someone already has it or has registered it. Check that it's not trademarked. See if the Instagram handle and Facebook pages are available. Check out if the website domains are being used. It would be a great help if you got a bestie that you can bounce names off. Get them to search for you as well because you'll both find different results come up on good old Google. Trust me on that one. I've done all the searches on something before and ended up having to change things around. You don't want to set your heart on a name only to find you can't register all the things that you want to use. Once you've got that squared away, next is your business structure. Being brand new to small business, 
doesn't automatically mean sole trader is the perfect setup for you and your future. Most people, myself included, dive in as a sole trader thinking, oh, this is just a little side gig. I'll see how it goes and then I'll change it one day if I need to. Sole trader is sometimes the worst option for you. Well, then how do you find that out and choose the right structure for you? Have a quick chat with your fab tax agent, tax accountant, and solicitor. Combined, these two professionals will know your financial situation and liability needs because the structures each have very different legal, tax, and reporting setups. Now, yes, you technically can change structure down the road, but do you really want to? Speaking from personal experience, when I decided I would take my business full time and also switch to a company, it took up so much of my time, energy and focus. I really wish that I'd gone with a company from the start. Now, you might be thinking you don't plan to make enough income to be a company. It's actually nothing to do with your income. You don't have to be making a huge sales amount to be a company. You can be making no sales and be a company. So if you're thinking you'd like to be a company in the future, go with that after a quick chat with your tax agent and solicitor. Start out as a company, my friend, and save yourself the headache of changing over down the track. There are a couple of other structures, of course, and if they are for you, your trusted professionals will let you know. But if you end up needing to change down the track, don't sweat it. Things change and you will get it done. But just make sure you get that advice at the start. Next on the first steps list today is get an ABN. Now, that's an Australian business number. The number of times I've heard people say, oh, I'm a hobby. I don't need one. Um, wrong answer. If you're making sales regularly or have the intention of making a profit or even organizing yourself like a business, even if you're at a loss and your sales don't quite yet exist, you need an ABN. You're not a hobby. So just get the ABN. It's easy peasy. Hot tip, you must quote it on your invoices, even if you're not registered for GST. Now, this is a pet peeve of mine when businesses are not quoting their ABN. To me, it looks really unprofessional when it's not on there and it makes our job as bookkeepers really hard to find them sometimes and chase up the details of that ABN when invoices from our client suppliers don't quote them on the invoice. Okay, so now you've got the business set up on paper. You might already have some expenses from having to pay for some of this setup. How are you going to keep track of those expenses? Well, my strong suggestion, of course, is in accounting software. Or will you go with a simple spreadsheet? I have a free one you can grab on my resources page. I will link that in the show notes for you. Or as I would suggest, go straight to accounting software. You have to decide what will work best for you. But you do have to get a system in place and track your expenses accurately, even if you're not yet making any sales, because you can run at a loss while you set up your business and that's totally normal. And in most cases, you can carry that loss forward to the next financial year, reducing your taxable income when you are making a profit. So even at a loss, 
your bookkeeping matters. So keep tabs on all the money going out. Which brings me to the last one I want to touch on today. And I bang on about this all the time. And every training I do, open a separate bank account for your business transactions. I could go on about this for ages and all the different things you can do with your savings and money management. But in the early days, your very first step is to keep your personal and business transactions separate. I've touched on this in a few other episodes and loads of blogs, but I don't mind to say it again for those new to the show. And it's a known fact, sometimes people have to hear or see things three times before they do it. Maybe it was already on your to-do list to open a separate bank account and you haven't got to it yet. Take this as your reminder to go do it now. At an absolute minimum, open one separate business bank account. I have a blog on all the bank accounts you can open to help with saving if that kind of visual style works for you. Some people only need two bank accounts. Some have five, six, seven or more. It works different for everyone. So they're the first steps that I think really matter for your business. One, decide on a name. That's a given. Two, Get set up with the right structure from the start with advice from someone. Three, register an ABN, your Australian business number. Four, track your income and expenses from day dot. You will save yourself so much time down the track having to go back over months, even years of transactions if you just do it from the start. And finally, five, open a business bank account. There are, of course, so many other things you need to do and you can grab my new business checklist to work through some of them on my resources page on my website and, of course, linked in the show notes. Now, make sure you have fun and also take care of yourself because starting a new small business can be really hard work. Surround yourself with an amazing community to chat with, bounce ideas, connect and learn together. Thanks for joining me for this Snackable Matter. I would love it if you could leave me a review if you enjoyed this so more small business owners can learn and grow. I'll chat to you next week.